the talk show. It's five minutes after 7 a. Good evening to you and welcome to the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Naledi Moleo. I'll be with you till 9 o'clock. And it's a Thursday, so that means we chat to our mover and shaker. This evening, he is Vusi Liu. He's an artist, an artist manager, and uh, he's also currently serving on the executive board of the Association of Independent Record Companies, uh, vice chairperson of the Mushito Music Conference, and, and a member of the South African Music Awards Steering Committee. And so he'll chat to us about managing artists and and ensuring that they don't become industries don't touch. And he'll explain what that means as soon as we begin chatting to him. At 25 to 8, I'll be speaking to um, SAPREF. It's, it's an organization that is committed to the continuation of skills programs for young people. And we'll talk about some of the skills development programs that they're running for this year. Then in our relationship corner. And this I'm keen to hear your thoughts on. Remember, the number is 0891-104-207. That's 0891-104-207. We'll be talking about religion within the family. Um, Some families go to church together. Um, Some families have members that go to separate churches um, and churches that have different rules. What's the effect of of different religions in a family? And and how does going to different churches... um, bring any form of turmoil in the family and how do we move past that? Oh eight nine one one oh four two oh seven. You can send your SMSs as well to three four seven oh one. Um Vusi Liu was going to make his way into the studio. Send your SMSs if you have any questions and thoughts for him. That's three four seven oh one and remember those SMSs are charged at two Rand. SAFM brings you live, interactive, topical news from current affairs, global warming debates, women's issues, to interviews with top literary connoisseurs. To join our conversations, visit our website on safm.co.za. Follow us on Twitter at SAFM Radio or simply like our Facebook page, SAFM Radio. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. This matter was put to test, it was put to a vote, and it was agreed that uh, it's time for NUMSA to be expelled. That decision was unprecedented. You cannot just throw out of the Federation's ranks 340,000 workers for decisions that have been taken by their constitutional structure. And uh, you just say, go away, all of you, because we don't like what your delegates in some Congress decided on your behalf. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Gadgets, apps, tech experts, cameras, Wi-Fi, broadband, Google Hangout, the cloud, data costs. I talk to the voices of tech media on Afternoon Talk, Tuesdays at 2.30 p.m. If you're worried about your financial future, thinking about life insurance, saving for retirement, not sure about investing for you and your family. What about your children's education? To answer all your questions, join me, Brian Hirsch, Tuesday morning, 10 o'clock. Every weekend, SAFM brings you the people at the center of the stories. We give you a clear perspective on national and international events. Find out how on Weekend AM Live from 6 every Saturday and Sunday morning. SAFM. South Africa's news and information leader.
Join me, Sikim Kabe, daily weekdays on Market Update with MoneyWeb, where we discuss how the economy and business affect you and your wallet. That's Market Update with MoneyWeb, weekdays at 6 p.m. on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. The SABC family mourns the loss of their renowned presenter Saba Mbikane from SABC's Umshobo Wenene. A memorial service in honor of this legendary culture activist and radio presenter will be hosted by the SABC and the National Heritage Council of South Africa. That's tomorrow, Friday the 6th of March at midday, so from 12 to 12.30. The venue is the Dizong National Museum of Cultural History and the address is 149 Vesahi Street, Pretoria. Again, 149 Vasahi Street, Pretoria. Join us to remember Saba and Bikani. The Talk Shop. You are indeed on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Making his way into the studio uh, in just a few minutes is Vusi Liu, artist, artist manager, um, and currently serving in the executive board of the Association of Independent Record Companies, uh, vice president of, cha- of the, and a vice chairperson rather, of the Moshido Music Conference. And I mentioned that he's also part of the steering committee of the South African Music Awards. But I've got his bio here in front of me, and to list all the titles titles that he has could take all day but if I mention some of the uh, names that Vusi Liu has been able to launch in South Africa's music industry I think you'll understand the, the caliber of man that we're talking about we're talking about uh, a man who's been able to launch the careers of double HP that's hip-hop Pantola, uh, Mendoza, DJ Fistas, uh, TKZ, Brenda Fassi um, he's managed uh, Rebecca Malope and so many other artists worked alongside Sepotsula Avante, uh, currently managing uh, the, 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 the two young presenters, Buiti Tulo and Lerato Kanyaho. And he's going to talk to us about the, the, the changes that so the South African music industry has had over the years. And perhaps you can give me a call and, and, and talk to me about some of the artists that you think have defined uh, the past 20 years of our democracy and, and talk about what it was about those um, artists that you think made them so vital in, in telling the South African story. And, and let's also just talk about where the South, the, the South African music industry is headed. Vusili was also going to talk about how um, we're facing this metamorphosis of music being sold the way it used to be uh, to now being a digital playground and, and how artists are benefiting or, or suffering uh, from those changes. 34701 to send in your SMSs and give me a call on 0891-104-207. That number again. 0891-104207. At 8 o'clock, we'll get into our relationship corner, and there we'll talk about religion within the family. And, and so such an important discussion, because quite often um, religion in a relationship is a secondary factor. First, it becomes who we are as a couple. But in a family, the, 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 the scales begin to, to tip quite a bit because you have a man that perhaps is, is of religion that differs from his wife. What does that do to the children? How does religion get practiced within the family? And, and what, are some of the, the, what are some of the challenges that come uh, up in a family? when there are different religions being practiced in one household. 34701 to send in your SMSs and, and give me a call as well on 0891104207. I'm keen to hear some of your thoughts. 
people developing intolerance and superiority consciousness against other people's religion. And condescendingly say, your religion is um, less of, of less value than my, than my own. I think we need to grow that. In the new South Africa, we must liberate religion. The entire country has thrown God out. So it's small wonder for the corruption, the bribery, the promiscuity, you name it, that goes on in this country because they've thrown God out. Join me, Kanyu Makubane, every Sunday between 6 and 8 p.m. on Living Sounds right here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. The Talk Show. Still on the talk shop, my name is Naledi Molo. Taking your SMSs on 34701, a mover and shaker, Vusi Liu, is in studio with us. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, ma'am. I, I, Thank I, you for hosting me. <laughs> I, had, I explained uh, to our listeners some of the um, list, just the list of, of, of titles that you hold. And I don't think I'll ever get to the bottom of that list. But we also talked about, um, just now between you and I, you running Vusilu Consulting, uh, which is a corporate communication boutique. Yeah. So I, I don't want to get into the, 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 the titles and the work that you do as yet. Sure. I want to go back to your background, and the reason why I want to do that is because when you've worked with young people um, as much as I have, you, you, you introduce them to someone like yourself, and they immediately think that, oh, no, he must have had a really good background. <laughs> and, you know, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, you know, what, what they call in the township a cheese boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about your background. Okay. Um, I was born in 1973. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paraguay, I remember Boamu. Mm-hmm. And they were serving, they used to call themselves para-boys. Oh, uh, really? So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm a para-boy. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I think uh, when I was in, uh, um, I, don't, I don't remember, but it was, I think, standard four. Mm-hmm. Um, grade six. Which is grade six yeah. today. <laughs> it shows my age. <laughs> I I then moved to stay with my mom, mm-hmm. who was uh, teaching in Devon, mm-hmm. uh, in a, a small area called Wendingesi, mm-hmm. where I spent most of my time there as well. So, but I was between Joburg and Devon, mm-hmm. you know. And I went to then I did my matric at uh, St. Francis College, mm-hmm. Raven Hill, which was a boarding school from mm-hmm. Standard Seven until Standard uh, from Grade Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> You're out of breath. Yeah. I'll give you some time. <laughs> and um, and from there, I uh, went to after graduate. Uh, sorry, after passing my matric, mm. I went to Vets University, right, where I studied a BA in mm-hmm. industrial sociology, uh, majoring in law, industrial sociology, and mm-hmm. politics. So at that point, if you're studying industrial sociology, you had no idea that you'd move into the music space. Not really. Actually, mm. um, music has always been part of me. Um, it's been part of the family as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my uh, uncle had a, a big a, a band which was known as Varukweru mm-hmm. in um, Soweto. I mean, it had Bagiti Kumalo, sure. the bassist, yeah. Vusi Kumalo, the drama, Ndumiso Nyovane, mm-hmm. Faith Kekane, um, the late Brazweli. He used to play with... Uh, um, uh, Yvonne Chaka Chaka, mm-hmm. amongst others, and yeah, they they actually so 
coming up from coming from Mfulo, you know. I so there's Mfulo Park Five Roses, you know. Yeah. Uh, Paul. So we every December, for instance, there was free concerts, mm-hmm. and we watched um, all the new acts, you know, from Papa and Blondie. Yes. To um, pre- like uh, Juluka when right. when they when they were new, yeah. You know. Mm. Uh, Spirit Rejoice, mm-hmm. um, 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 Anelin Malebu, and them, they, they call them, they did that song Paradise Roy. Yes, jo- yes, yes. Joy. Joy, that's what they called, right? Joy, and my uncle's band will be there as well, as a local band, Varukweru. Yeah. And yeah, so, I mean, among, amongst other things. That it was in the blood, it wasn't a choice. So, yeah. <laughs> it is bound yeah, to happen. Yeah, and, and I mean, it, one, it became one of my toys, uh, music. I used to play a bit of drums. And my mother bought me a piano. Mm-hmm. So, growing up when others had other games. <laughs> you were playing the piano. Game. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my game at that time was a piano. But, but was your aim or um, your thinking at the time, was it to become an artist or was it to become um, who you're known as now, which is the South African talent scout and artist manager? I'm not sure about that. Oh, oh, but if you look at the list of artists that have come under your management, it's, <laughs> I think a lot of people would say that. We're talking about um, some really big names, people that have changed the face of South African music. Yeah. Um, look, I, I would say it went through different stages. You know, Actually, let me say my earliest collection uh, of me and music mm. is a picture when probably I was about five, mm-hmm. four or five, uh, outside my grandmother's house, mm-hmm. and I was holding a guitar, like a to- you know, a, a toy. Guitar. Right, right. So I think that would be it would have been you know, yeah, alias. Yeah. Uh, then uh, probably when I was about seven, eight, uh, um, I was basically watching my uncle and used to go to their rehearsals. Yeah. But I never, re- I liked music, mm. but obviously at that time I don't think I understood it. From that point, right, and uh, I think with time there were days of break dancing. (laughs) Were you were you were you one of the break dancers? (laughs) Oh, I wish you'd brought a picture (laughs) for me to post on Twitter. Uh, You know, so um, there was so there was break dancing as well. Yeah, which had music in there and me playing. Then yes, I thought I think at around the ages of fourteen plus. I I was listening to a lot of music. I mm. mean, uh, again, you know what I always say to people that growing up in KZN and 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 in in Gauteng, mm. for me musically, I wasn't aware, but it was giving me a serious strong, I mean, background Found, foundation, and foundation. Right. Yeah. you know, because because you're listening to township music, you're listening to traditional music. Yeah, and I mean, Jobek was uh, as fast as it is today. Yeah, you know, and so people were more on a commercial tip right. more than, you know, the people in KZN. For mm. instance, Dolly Parton. You would hardly hear Dolly Parton and, and Kenny Rogers yes. in, in, in Joburg, you know, <laughs> but in KZN, you know. So I think at the end, like, you know, when I, when I started coming into the industry, I started that background actually yeah. started helping me being able to, for example, Working with a, a Ray Piri one minute and the next minute I'm working with a, a Mendoza. Yeah, you know. Who are the names that you that you've worked with that stand out the most for you? But especially when you have 
um, names like Brenda Fussy under your belt. You have names like Ray Piri, as you say, TKZ. I mean, these are massive names. Who are the ones that, that stand out the most for you? Look, I would say uh, the ones that I started from scratch. Yeah. You know? Because you're Prare. Yeah. Uh, people that are, you know, like, I grew up listening to these people, and it was something else that I've never imagined. But, right. You know, this is part of the story that says wherever you are as a young as a child never think your conditions will make things for you to be impossible right. you know right i mean i remember when stimela started with zwagala yes you know i remember i don't know how old i was but i was pretty young mm. you know you know probably about 14 or so right and we we were at the at my my late friend's sister's 21st birthday and that was the biggest song. And from there, I started listening to Stimela. Mm. And here, I found myself a couple of working. years later, not just working. I'm basically in charge of the new direction sure. or the album of Prare to yeah. say, this is the direction that we're going to go. So, you know, yeah. I mean, those are, are, are many. You know, Chico Twala, I grew up listening to him. Listening to him, highly influenced by him. I've even written a musical on his music, like the message, yeah. uh, that was the hidden message, mm. you know. And here I was, me, again, <laughs> going through Prachico's music when he's producing Brenda. Oh. And I'm saying, now let's go there's certain way. things that I don't, I'm not happy with. Sure. The, um, the mixing here, I'm not happy, you know, or whatever, you know. And... But also, I, I think the blessing has been also getting respect from those people. Yeah. You know? But but you talk about the brands that you've built from scratch. Yeah. The ones that stand out the most? Yeah. Look, um, let's say TKZ, mm -hmm. you know, when I got, when we, when, when I found them, they, nobody understood what they were doing in the business, you know? And I, I, I was, I had just left Triple Nine mm. Music. Yes. Um, after I think I had, I had a successful run as well there. Um, so we started TKZ, and uh, I always tell the story that, believe me, on their first EP, uh, they were out of that they were dissed by uh, Trumpies on that Madi Buseng album. Oh, you know, <laughs> there was a song that, <laughs> there, was a song that was. Dissing TKZ and other, so they, there was a part that says TKZ when you figure out Papa, and I think at that time people didn't know who was this TKZ. Right. Nobody really took note, you know. But for the guys, obviously, you know, they knew they were yeah. talking about them, and they were still new. But then we went into studio, uh, and Palafala came up. It was a huge collaboration in terms of. Uh, I mean, we were not far from here, you know, Metal Box House. Yes. Uh, we used to call it the gas kitchen, you know. Um, so we did that, uh, which, again, people never thought that. It was that part where people, I think, were saying hip-hop, you know, and these boys are Model C, you know. And people didn't understand. Exactly. Right. And we, we went for, and I, I mean, I, must, I always say as well that one of the biggest dealers in the country, you know, um, uh, which was reliable. Mm -hmm. They said to me, "You know what? Forget it. It's not going to work." And we're talking about TKZ. TKZ, yeah. yeah. And this is the biggest dealer when, it, especially when it comes yeah. to distributing Black South African music. Mm. But I believed in it, and we went ahead. Uh, after that, we I w we I went uh, with Mendoza. 
named him Mendoza. Yes. Uh, but he was already part of Chiscop. Of Chiscop, yeah. Right. And I, I had worked with Chiscop managing them. Right. And with Triple Nine, all the acts, because they were under Triple Nine under mm. for management, you know? Mm. With uh, Abashante, Superstar, you know, all those yeah. new school and all of that, you know, that whole Triple Nine. So when CCP uh, approached me um, to say, look, we, we want to start a development label. Mm. Uh, we have Brenda Farsi, you know, we have all these stars, mm. including Arthur. But we need to have a succession plan. We need the future Brenda Farsi's right. future, you know. And uh, this is when uh, one of my acts was to get, that I signed was Mendoza, but I also signed Fistas, Gabe yes. Fistas, his DJ Fistas, his first recording deal. Um, I worked with, uh, at the same time within that stable, I brought in the late TK mm -hmm. and WHP. Just, just, I'm going to pause you there for a minute because at that time, that's when you, when you, you talk about um, TK, uh, there was also Brown Dash who came up at that time as well. All right. Well, with uh, TS, that was a bit later. Okay. Uh, let's say for with Mendoza, I started him from scratch. Mm -hmm. And I always say one of the, I'm, I'm doing a documentary as well on how through Mendoza we changed the face of Zola. Mm -hmm. From a place where nobody wanted to say I'm from Zola, where, and to a to place where everybody was right today, right. you know, you've yeah. got a Zola Seven, you've got Mapapuzi, you know, Mshosa, all these guys who came out of Bricks, who came out of Zola. Mm -hmm. Everybody started saying, "Quite oh, we must do a museum in Zola," you know. So, and and that's why I called the album Nine to Five Zola South, mm. the debut album, because what I was saying is that there are people who come from Zola South, right, who work. 9 to 5. In other words, they end their living honestly, mm. like this young man. Yes. When you look at him, you'll think he's a thug because of the place where he comes from. Right. But he's... He's a hard worker. He's a hard worker. He's putting he's, in the work. Exactly. But the reason why I brought up Brown Dash and, and TK was because I, I obviously want to talk about some of the, the names that you've worked with, the artists sure. that you've worked with that have passed on. And, and, and having developed some of these brands... Um, how you feel about the lifestyle that musicians live um, and, and the consequences that that comes with and, 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 and why we're still seeing the same challenges, why musicians, uh, some, are not learning the lessons of a healthy lifestyle. Okay. I think before I answer that, mm. I, will, I will clarify on the TS record. Mm -hmm. you know? um, I actually assisted TS records from a mentorship uh, to basically... Bring the, us some of their artists. Where they ended up being. Right. Um, originally, TS actually was not Sbu and, and, and TK. It was TK and Mapapuzi because Mapapuzi's name is Sbu as well. Okay. So when TK first started TS Records, they came to me for consultation. Yeah. You know, and as brothers, I've consulted for a lot of people mm. to help them set up their companies. Um, so later then, you know, uh, when they, when TK teamed up with Sbu mm. to start uh, TS Records. I'm talking about the singer TK. No. Okay. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. I was thinking you're talking about <laughs> no, TK No, I'm talking from about TS the Records. singer. Yes. The okay, R&B okay. queen TK. All right. TK, uh, may God bless her soul. Mm. You know? um, I think 
she was talented, but she also had big dreams. Mm. She wanted to, <laughs> like when we signed her to CCP2 at that time, um, she, you know, she want, She didn't necessarily, she saw herself bigger than just being in South Africa, mm. you know. Mm. And I think she spent, that's why she only almost had one release, you know, yeah. the way about one or two. Yeah. But mostly it's because she was trying to crack it in the U.S. Right. And somehow, at some point, there were big promises. Mm. And I think when those promises didn't really happen... I think it backfired on her mm. somehow. Mm. But that's a, st- a story for another day. But um, look, I think um, there's different artists, you know, and different causes to why artists or some artists end up in a certain position. Yeah. Um, first, amongst other things, from my experience, is sometimes, yes, artists get told by people in the music business to say, you need to save, you need to do, you know, but mm. they always postpone. Mm. And unfortunately, as well, their situation is tough because all Everybody's of a sudden, they've got, besides that, everybody watching, but they've got so many new friends, mm. you know, so many new friends who know better. Oh, yes. You know? Oh, yes. So many new friends who, and this is not only in music, even in soccer, mm. you know? Mm. I mean, they've got these friends who, when they have to go see Vusi or go, go, handle their business these people are saying Aman you see those people mm. you are the you are the big star they're supposed You're to the be star. coming to you right. not you coming to them and anyway they can wait for you let's go there's this you know I promised this girl yeah. that we're coming or there's this party you know for too many distractions yeah. yeah some of those people they basically live their lives through artists mm. you know somebody it wants to be famous yeah you know, yeah. somebody will promise everybody or his girlfriends or his friends t- to prove to them that, you know, I'm not celebs. Yes, I am I will, lady Mulev. Exactly. Yeah. I'll bring <laughs> I'll bring them. I'll bring you this person tomorrow, Thanks. you know. So they end up pushing them more towards fun mm. when they are working, you know, and they end up having less time to to focus and give 100 percent to to their art because remember when you are still new nobody knows you you have all the time to write and that's all you do exactly yeah. Yeah. nobody cares about you nobody mm. comes to you you know when you say to friends with cars to say come pick me up they say I will come we still have to go somewhere <laughs> yeah. you know but all of a sudden when you make it well, everybody's there everybody yeah. everybody and so it's not easy you know sometimes I say we we can blame artists, but we also need to understand their their situation at that time. Are those challenges that are experienced only by artists? Okay, I'm going to continue chatting to you because I do need to just uh, slip away for a minute. Send me your SMSs on 34701. I'm chatting to Vusi Leo, um, artist, artist manager. Oh, so many titles. Uh, he's currently serving on the executive board of the Association of Independent Record Companies, uh, vice chairperson of the Mushito Music Conference, part of the steering committee of the South African Music Awards, and so much more. 0891104207 to give us a call. Are you struggling to find a professional events technical company? Black Motion Production is a proven solution for your next event. Be it conference, product launch, fashion show, TV lighting, road shows, outdoor events, or concert lighting. In the events industry for 15 years, 
Let Black Motion Production help you to look good at your next event. Call us on 011-440-6015 or 081-370-6476. Visit us on www.blackmotion.co.za or connect with us on Twitter or our Facebook page, Black Motion SA. Classic Feel launches 2015 with the annual design issue for February. Design meets technology in February's innovative cover, featuring a 3D printed shoe. Update yourself on this year's offering at the Design and Dava and find out what some of South Africa's top design houses are doing for 2015. Explore the best that design, arts, culture and lifestyle has to offer in multi-award winning Classic Feel magazine. Visit classicfeel.co.za for more information. When you purchase prescription spectacles at Specsavers, you can now get either a free eye test or 500 Rand off your frame or lens add-ons. You get to choose. That's right. Choose either a free eye test or 500 Rand off your frame or lens add-ons. Visit specsavers.co.za for more information. T's and C's apply. Specsavers for affordable eye care and a whole lot more. The Talk Shop. You're still on the Talk Shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Send your SMSs to 34701. That's 34701. I'm chatting to Vusi Liu, artist, artist manager, and also uh, running his own uh, communications company, corporate communications company. It's called Vusi Liu Consulting. Give me a call on 0891104207 if you have any questions for him. I, I don't want to. I don't want to stray too much because, and, and we were saying during the break that it's so difficult to, to to talk to Vusi and have a linear conversation because there is so much. But when you you are approached by a an artist that is at the beginning of their career, what are the things that you look for? <laughs> I think as Italian scout, it's it's very difficult. Yeah. You know, um, I'll say something controversial to corporate people. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in research. You don't? I don't. I go with gut feel. Mm. We all. We all, for example, buy a number of products because they are sold to us. Right. And we get convinced that this is it. So you're saying you can sell anyone? I think that's what I've done. And and probably my my success comes from the fact that I've set trends, Mm. then following trends. My my producer, Lesero, just just got excited because she realized that you've also uh, built uh, Elvovo, created the brand of Elvovo. And and no one could, and, and I'll say this as well, how people, I don't think, well, maybe it's just my problem, but I can't envision how you start to conceptualize the idea of a brand like El Volvo. Where does that even begin? A brand like Double HP, a brand like Mendoza. I mean, just coming up with a name, for instance, like El Volvo, where did some of those ideas come from? All right. I think the El Volvo name came from Zex Bantwini. Mm-hmm. And, and El Volvo himself. Mm. But what happened was um, in Devon, when the, when the Devon market was starting, because I, I discovered DJ Bongs, mm-hmm. you know, who later became big with the Soba Billy album mm-hmm. that we did. Um, at, at that time, uh, there was, there was a, something happening at Devon clubs, you right. know, some gimmicks that were, you know, were being chanted on the dance floor. Yes, yes. You know? And for me, it was like, we, we got to take this. To like studio. to studio, right. you know, and uh, I <laughs> after a number of preparations, 
booked a studio in Durban, and there's a guy who was known, uh, who was one of Bongs' friends, mm. you know, who was known for the gimmicks. You know? Right. It was like, this is the man who comes up with And he gets the crowd going. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And we, we set up an, uh, like, and we, I, I also knew him, you know. So we made an arrangement that I'm going to book a studio, I'm going to fly to Durban. We're going to just drop the chance and I'll bring them back to Joburg, mm. listen and give direction. And we decided which way we're going, you mm-hmm. know. And, and I book all that done. <laughs> I still believe today that some of his friends, I think they became a little bit jealous because mm-hmm. he was the man for yeah. that. You know, yeah. he was the man that they knew that when they go with him to parties, they're going to get all the focus. Yes. You know, because when he starts doing his things, when he picks up the mic, you know. Everybody with his tummy and all, you know, <laughs> but this was not El Volvo at the time, yeah. it was somebody else. Oh, okay, okay. So, here I am. This guy had booked a studio for two o'clock, it's eight o'clock. I'm with Zeke Spandwin at that time, he was yeah. not Zeke Spandwin at that time, yeah. and I'm now frustrated because I booked, you know, this was for me as a studio session where we were just gonna drop the gimmicks, right? You know, then from there. Uh, as I said, take them back, you know, and and try it out. Like take the ones that work, mm-hmm. and the ones that not that are not gonna work, we throw them out, uh. you know. So I then left a message with Zakes to say, listen, oh, we, then Zakes says there's a guy at Natal Tech at that time. It was DUT was Natal Tech, yes. you know. Says there's a guy at Natal Tech, you know. Uh, he can do this. He's also another, you know, party. Animal. Animal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and we call him. We call El Volvo that time, you know. And El Volvo was coming back from, um, like, Newcastle. And at that time, for me, it was, like, 10 o'clock. Uh. And he was saying, I'll only be in Devon at around 12, 1. At night. At night. Yeah. And for me, it's like, okay, you know what, uh, I, I guess we have to cancel the studio, yeah. but I still want this. Then I said to Zakes, please, get El Volvo. And I phoned El Volvo. I said, you and Zakes are going to hook up. Zakes already knows the brief. Right. You guys are going to get into the uh, into the studio and do. Mm-hmm. So the long story short, the Zakes and El Volvo got into the studio. Then um, that uh, that album came up. And again, for us, it was one of the selling points was, Here's a fat guy <laughs> that nobody can think can dance. Right. You know, he's a right. character. Right. And we and have the right songs as well. Too. Exactly. <laughs> and at the end, I think when the video came out, it just, besides that the songs were great. Yes. And fresh. Yes. But when people started seeing the face and this man. It was just beautiful, yeah. Yeah, so basically for me... And then he got on stage, which is a complete... Yeah, with that uh, stumping. Yes. Yeah, and... I I, I still... And I remember the the beginning of the Durban wave coming up. And I remember the the chanting first. Sure. um, And then the music actually being recorded, and you started hearing it everywhere. And years later... It, it it seems to still be going strong. And I'm going to be very honest with you. At some point, I didn't think it would last. Sure. I didn't think it would last because I thought it was just such a niche sound that I didn't think it would have, it would have longevity. How was it that, that, that it's been able to last so long when 
Um, Guaito is, and, and, and you know, a lot of people say Guaito is not dead, but to, to be quite honest, it has faded tremendously. But that's why Zex Bayo, as Zex Bantuin actually came with the term, came up with the term Dev and Guaito music. Yeah. You know, when we were working on um, El Volvo, mm-hmm. so we'll call this Dev and Guaito music. You know, so it was, it's still Guaito. The mm-hmm. only thing was that Dev and guys were f- for a change becoming true to themselves mm. you know obviously professor and tizozo had opened that mm. you know? and those gimmicks were the same gimmicks that were being done you know uh in clubs and, yeah. and tizozo actually together with professor they were part of the people who were creating some of those gimmicks mm-hmm. you know so so the whole thing was it it, it was, it's not it's it's a like you know in the u.s there's east coast hip-hop west coast hip-hop right. you know we needed to do that, and that's why for me, I went on, because I realized with a lot of young people that I was interacting with, you know, coming from far, and most of them will end up in Yeovil with mm. no place to stay mm. and all of that. Mm. For me, it was, it's not making sense. Mm. You know, we cannot have everybody coming to Joburg. We actually need to spread this out. You know, we need to to start developing economies where in each province. Is, is where that's why today you have. That's why you have right. Mutsuako today, yeah. which we started through WHP, mm. and actually Hip Hop Panzula. I named him that because we were gonna name the genre Hip Hop Panzula. Oh really? Yes, because if I, I say if you if you are in the US and you're looking for a version of a township, which they call ghetto. Yes. When you go there, the culture is hip-hop. Right. Okay? Right. It's originally theirs. The music, the way of dressing, so we had the to way they lines. talk and all right. of that. But when you come to South Africa, yes, we, the, our guys were starting to do the American hip-hop. But what is purely South African youth culture? It's Amapansula. Amapansula. Right. You know, the fact that we in hip-hop, you have people saying, Wola. Where is that? Where does, where does that come from? It comes from a panzula, right. you right. know. So mm-hmm. hip hop is a panzula. So WHP, what people call WHP today, is hip hop is a panzula. American culture meets Meek other South African culture. Hip hop being localized. Right. Right, yeah. and and then a completely new sound came from that. But I want to maybe just move on from from talking about your music and talk about your other work. But so long, Johnson is in Pretoria, Glen in Soweto. Johnson, good evening. Good evening, and how are you, my lady? I'm very well. Thank you for waiting. Um, very well, and uh, good evening to you, Vusi. I think I'm privileged to you to speak to one of the leaders in the music industry. How are you, Vusi? Thank, thanks. Um, I'm great, my brother. How are you? I'm fine, man. Um, Vusi, um, my lady, I just want to ask something here, and mm. this actually has been touching me for so many years. Yeah. Um, and, and you being a leader, I'm not quite sure if maybe you might have uh, maybe a clue of a specific answer. And especially while it comes to our South African musicians, where mm-hmm. you find that they actually committing a lot, how can I say, not really committing suicide as in such, but you find that most of them, we are really losing them because of drugs. And I'm sorry if someone's family is hearing me again today, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm having a concern because you find that 
I've never had any institution in our country that have been involved, like psychiatrists, doctors, to find out exactly what might be the main issues that lead them into situations like that. Do you understand? Mm. Because if you can check in, our, in, in South Africa, in the last 10 years, we lost most of them, which I cannot mention to us, I mean, to touch some other people's lives and everything. Mm. But I just want to ask, Bussi as a leader, I'm not saying you, you will finally really find out exactly what's happening, but is there any research that, or any in us, I mean, an uh, organization that's actually involved to just check exactly what might be the cause. How can you avoid this going forward in the future? Thank mm. you very much for that. And how to assist them, really Johnson. Thank you so much for calling in. I'll take more of your calls on 0891104207. And it is something that we touched on a little bit earlier about so. y- 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 the fact that these are artists that are exposed to, to so much and now they've got new friends that are pulling them away from the work. Uh, but let's let's we'll come back to the music a little bit later on. But I want to talk about other work that you're doing. Um, the Vusilio Consulting uh, uh, Corporate Communications Boutique and, and yeah. some of the work that you've done there. I mean, the brands you've worked there, sure. you've worked at there, are stunning as well. Um, look, I think uh, at some point, I think after this long journey, I ended up not being challenged. Mm. You know, and I needed more challenges. Mm. I think especially when you're an academic, you know, um, there's a time when you feel like, okay, uh, I need something more challenging. Mm. Let me look at where some of my uh, tertiary mates are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and see if I can, you know, get, my, get, get myself rejuvenated right. and new challenges, you know. Um, so, so I started the Vusileo Consulting. Uh, a communications, a corporate communications company, but mm. because there's so many corporate communication companies as well, uh, and with my experience working with talent mm. and music, and and real, for me understanding that arts is also a, a way of communicating mm-hmm. if used properly, mm-hmm. you know, I then started uh, a venture into uh, corporate communications, which we we do public relations, marketing, act, you know, um, brand activations and all of the other elements. Mm. But we are able, for example, to to assist brands, you know, if they want to use talent or what is called, cele- what people refer to as celebrities, right. you know, right. to help them select the right ones who will help them achieve what they want to achieve. Okay. At the same time, for me, it was a concern because corporates or corporate people, for me, I felt that they were misunderstanding the artists, the mm. painting artists with the same brush, yes. you know, when there's a lot of professional talent, you know, whether, you, you know, whether you're talking actors mm. or, you know, there's people who are professional, mm. you know. So for me, it was more about the, the challenge here is the fact that you have the business mind and the creative mind. Right. So these two minds, they may never understand each other at times because mm. they don't think alike. Yes. <laughs> you know, the other one is very formal, structured, and the other one, the creative, you know, they break boundaries. Yes. So you need. So you you want it to be the bridge that that brings those two together. Sure. Uh, Bambo is in Johannesburg. Bambo, good evening. Good evening, sis. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Um, I must say the gentleman you're with is a very special gentleman, uh, creative, a businessman, but a big-time philanthropist mm. who gives in a lot of his time to musicians who I, I've spent a lot of time, I do spend a lot of time with him, mm-hmm. who instead of 
um, going ahead with what is out there, what has been developed in terms of musicians. Mm. You'll find in spending time with unknown musicians and gifted or not gifted. Mm. And I ask myself, I I ask him, brother, with with these people, I don't do anything with them. He's like, no. What, I don't what, know. We'll say that again. We just lost you at the beginning there, Bumble. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was saying. <laughs> um, I was saying that he spends a lot of his time yeah. with uh, undiscovered talent, mm. gifted and non-gifted. Mm. And then when you ask him, are you going to work with these guys? At, the, at, at certain times, no, I won't. I'm just helping them. And sometimes they take up a lot of his business time. They take up a lot of his um, family time. And... I, 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 as he calls himself a cultural activist, I, I uh-huh. must say he's a, is, is, is a very wonderful, great gentleman to 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 work with, and also uh, a, a, a great creative. Oh, Bamba, thank you so much for calling in. It's a I'm blushing as black as I am. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Three four seven. I want to send me your SMSs. Um, an SMS that says, have you ever worked with, has he ever worked with artists who have interest in classical music? My brother plays the violin and he's very good. Any interest in classical music? <laughs> I actually worked, I'm sure when you look at my CV, mm. kind of, I started, um, I introduced uh, Afro tenors yes. in, in the market and actually wrote one of the songs on their first album. Uh, yeah, so... And actually, over the weekend, I just produced a, uh, a collaboration where I put together Kutwana Masote, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, one of the first black conductors and cello players, mm. um, a player. So I put him together with an, his orchestra with uh, Kuli Chana sure. and DJ Kent. Sure. So we produced that. Uh, it was a big, it was a private big gig for one of the brands that I I work with. That's a combination. Um, yeah, so we had Kulichana with the orchestra with, uh, for example, Spin My Word, Spin My Word yes. by DJ Kent. Yeah, with, with the orchestra and Kent on the decks and yeah. That's stunning. So, but you you also you also work with the Solomon Mashang of Freedom College, uh, and 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 that they do the brilliant trust. work. Why? Yes, you work yeah. with the uh, Samafco Trust. Why was sure. that such an important venture for you to take part in? Um, <laughs> number one, I, I I do come from a political a strong political background, mm-hmm. um, so it's 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 part of my of where, of who I am and where I come from, and mm. forgetting where I come from and. How that's why, for example, Bambo was saying I call myself a cultural activist, mm. you know, because through music, for instance, that's why I say nine to five Zola South, you know, I help to change part of our history from a negative to yeah. a positive, yeah. changing our communities and societies. So, mm. so through the Somafco Trust, uh, the brilliant project where we basically take young people from South Africa and take them to Tanzania, mm. uh, Mazimbu, mm. uh, you know. I was there last year. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. you enjoyed it. I really did. I learned so much. <laughs> so much, yeah. Eh? yeah, of our history. Mm. And and probably, you know, if more people, if we were to be able to take more people, yeah. then we won't have xenophobia and people will appreciate where, where we come from, where, mm. where our people, whether it was the PAC or all our freedom fight, fighters, where, where they were accommodated and the conditions, I mean, 
you, you saw the land yeah. that was given by the Tanzanian government, Massive. you know, to yeah. for the ANC to not only have camps but have industrial areas mm. and have a varsity and a college edu- for education and schools and agriculture, you know, all of that and that whole dream uh, under Comrade uh, Oliver Tambo, you know, so. So yeah, so that's that's the number one reason, and uh, so I brought in I've brought in my skills mm-hmm. to assist that my so my PR marketing skills because I handle the whole communication there mm-hmm. and getting all the radio stations you guys mm-hmm. to come on board and support, and at the same time um, we took um, we did a concert that I produced in in in, in Tanzania yeah. um, where we put together local artists and I took the soil and that's why when you hear the soul's last album it's got a, a song called uh, As- Asante Sana oh yeah they, they composed that much. song yes. after coming back from that trip when they because for them as well as artists it was mm. an eye opener you know and yeah I mean I, I want to close it off now um, for you to 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 because you've you've done so many things, you've been in so many industries, and by, and by industries I mean you've you've been a philanthropist, now you're corporate, and, and then there was the music and arts as well. What is the the legacy that you want to leave behind? And I know that's a big question, but there are young people that are looking at you and looking up to you. What is the message that you want them to stick in their minds? Ah, that basically we we have to. The struggle is not over, you know. Mm. Aluta continua, mm. you know. We we are in an, another struggle to try and. And bring our people, you know, some uh, us who are lucky to be enlightened and mm-hmm. all. We we need to assist where we are. To it's like pulling people, you know, our brothers from who are down there yeah. to bring them up so that we can all cross. It's right. pointless for us to some of us have nice houses and all when we're leaving other people behind. Yeah. That's why you're gonna have crime. Mm. It's everyone's responsibility. So if we want to cut down on crime, we need to create job opportunities in whatever way that we do. We have to contribute positively because if you don't, yes, the criminals are going to be role models. Right. Twitter handle. <laughs> it's Vusi underscore Leo. Vusi underscore Leo. That's L E E U W. The Lion. Thank you so much for giving us your Thank time. Thank you for the time. You're still on the talk shop on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader.